Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 16, Episode 1, The Divine Number. Spoiler alert 69. It's pretty thick. It's thick. <laughs> One week since I jerked it off. Build up a 72 hour load. My balls are leaking now. I've got a scrummy tum. <laughs> oh, baby, come on. You gotta suck my scrummy tum here. It's full of a three day load. Uh, your mic sounds much nicer this time now that we have the new pop filter or the replacement pop right, filter. Right, right, and, right. Uh, Back in action, yes, baby. Much cleaner. Uh, yeah, welcome to a, a classic Monday night record of Probing Ancient Aliens. You can chat with us here at twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens. Ask your questions. Give us a give us an Amazon Prime uh, subscription. What is it called again? Uh, Twitch Prime Twitch subscription. Sub-prime. Yeah, a Twitch, yes. <laughs> a Twitch Prime. Sub top Prime. Right. <laughs> uh, a Twitch Prime subscription. Uh, you can link it to your Amazon Prime account. And it gives us free money, and you get a little, you get a little king. Oh, just like, uh, who is that? Kyle Hummerkauser? I yeah, think it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hello to you, fair Zaddy. Um, Zaddy's like a sexy daddy, right? Sure, like a hot sure. daddy, like yeah, a yeah. Hugh Jackman type. It's a palm string style, say yeah. way of saying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sick daddy. Zaddies are always on prep. Oh yes, uh, always be prep. Always paired. prepped and ready for the party. <laughs> always be prepped and paired at the orgy because you don't want to be like like old Doctor Brule said. Right. Uh, it's sad when no one wants to do it with you in an orgy. When no one wants to orgy with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, when you're at an orgy and no one wants to do it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Redhead Lover 70. Hey, Patrick Matthews. Uh, they are, again, chatting with us here at twitch.tv slash probing, cha- probing Ancient Aliens. They've already gone to patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens for two exclusive podcasts every month for only five bucks or more. Five, oh my god, five bucks a month or more. more. I mean, well, it is more <laughs> than five. what you're paying if, yeah. you're paying if you're paying zero, then that's it. Uh, I'm actually not sure if all... Th- I know Patrick Matthews has. I don't know. I think Kyle has. I don't know if Redhead Lover Redhead has. Lover. I don't know. But no. uh, but perhaps. I feel like a lot of our early Twitch chatters that are the first uh, frontline, first responders, right, right. Twitch chatters are patrons a lot of the times as well. Because uh, heroes run towards the fire. Correct. As we were told yeah. in our white collar jobs. Well, I've apparently <laughs> run away. Yes. <laughs> tomorrow and, will be my final day. And it is burning, burning it down is, to the it ground. Is, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's not, the, the business is not, but the team is. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, they've also headed over to blackholesupplycompany.com for probing ancient aliens merchandise, you know, like t shirts, hoodies, socks, masks, things like that. Uh, you can also buy disc golf discs from all the real company, not fake. You know, rubber frisbees from a right. Chuck E. Cheese claw machine right. that you can unfold for your dog. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I bet you anything there is one of those somewhere called the Fling Dinger right, or right, at right. some point. Um, uh, Hauser, yes, your $10 means everything to us. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. Um, no, it is. We just have so many fucking patrons, it's hard to remember. Well, we gotta, I got to do another shirt round. I got to get Bo Bandy yes. his initial shirt. I got to get the foreign people theirs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking foreigners theirs. Yeah. Uh, no, it's tough because there's there's been a decent uh, chunk of people going, oh hey, sorry, I've had to like reduce my patronage or quit for right. a little while, and I'm like, hey, you don't ever fine. have to, yeah. you don't ever have to explain why you're why you don't have to give us why you can't give us money right now. Even if you did five dollars once a 
Right. If you did nothing ever, that's fine. But exactly. $5 once a year, you can just backload up yes. everything. You do the 52 weeks of uh, right. heat, of energy. Exactly. No, you do the 52 weeks of downloads for those five bucks. Yeah. Uh, I think my sister Ashley, who was a new patron on there. Everyone, everybody, make sure and tag Ashley. Right. In the pa- All you patrons out there, tag her. Relentlessly DM her. Bring her in. Ask her how it is being my sister. Ask her how it is when I officiated her wedding. Right. Ask her how it is to have... Uh, a short hairdo. Uh, uh, how to live in 105 degree heat exactly. every day. Exactly, yes. Which, which I've been looking. It doesn't actually look like it's been too hot now. I feel they, like it's been equally hot up here as it's been down there. Uh, Thick Nick, her husband, has yeah. said that it has been oppressively hot. On the days when it's been hot here in the last couple right. weeks, it's been Extra. insanely hot. It cools down at night, which is nice. Right, but, right, right. right. Uh, we're talking about, of course, beautiful Temecula, which yeah. I hate. Murrieta. With a passion, yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, everyone's supporting us at our various alternative revenue streams for this show um but uh how we make it happen it's how how we do it uh yes the show the show of course produced by that's how you do it productions a subsidiary of uh, handelman industries exactly (laughs) yes um but uh just don't put two and two together with those names okay don't go in the backlog know who we're talking about and put together a last name and then message her on facebook or various social medias or at her place of work Exactly. And that would be most confusing yeah. and disturbing. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's a it's a classic Monday. Steve uh, is the champ and he got the uh, I think the last podcast equipment out of old Ding Dong Bundy's yeah, I'm, house. I'm like ninety five percent moved out. I think I have some of my Magic the Gathering art. Mm. Oh, I guess Greta is still behind, so oh, you shit. Argue that's that's oh, boy. that's still there. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just have some random personal shit in the garage. Yeah, but his car's there, so I can't. Your various uh, child pornography exactly. magazines. Well, yeah, from when I was a child yes. that I purchased. You were the uh, star. From yeah. The... <laughs> well, no, I, yeah, there, there were ones I obtained right. and you know would collect. Yes. So <laughs> Ringer is on because I've had nothing but veterinarian well, calls today. Oh. Um. <laughs> um. But anyways, yes, that's where I store all of my my hits and shits. Yes. Because you're paid. <laughs> but, uh, you could technically sleep there if you wanted up no, until what the no, next three days. No, I was days. supposed to be out on the first oh. of September, <laughs> but then Matt got the COVID. Oh, that's right. So that's then right. I couldn't even go back, and then I had van problems yeah. again last week, which I think everything's been resolved without getting too far into how you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yes. For the most part, outside of Greta, all the equipment is not in Matt's, but some of it might still be at my house, aka the little stands and such. Got it. Uh, yeah, the big chairs. The yeah, big these chairs are. I forgot how nice these chairs are because it's been a month and a half or so right, since I've sat in right. it, something like that. Well, I used to sit in this daily. Yes. So I might have to get one of these for my house. It's your daily driver. <laughs> exactly. It truly is. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got these. Uh, thanks to our patrons, we got these Secret Lab chairs. I don't know, a year ago or so, something oh, like that. No, maybe it's longer. Been two, it was. It was at the beginning of COVID. So oh, you're right. Two years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, and I feel like they have not broken down or anything at all, but I don't Here sit in it daily. Yeah. These, my handles are a little loose mm. and then the, the flapping here on this is coming oh, off. So it. I think you can replace these. Embedded with that. years of sweat now exactly. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, just blood from my, my bites and my yes. bits, yeah. uh, and sweat <laughs> from the tips of my elbow. Yeah, it's very nice. I was I was sitting in uh, also a very nice chair, but I had no clue how to like lock it into its position. So mm. it was very... I was like yeah, you straining my abs my whole, every time we were recording to keep it and then yeah I was whacking the wall and things like that. So it's been it's a it's been nice these last yeah. half an hour or so yeah. to have the chairs back. Um, and they're the secret lab chairs, I mean they're gamer chairs. 
but I see why they're so expensive, but right. they're worth it. Exactly. Just like L'Oreal. And they're the B-first, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah the Titans, I think they yeah. are. Yeah, Secret Lab Titan. Um, but yeah, we uh, we are here. We are not LGBTQ here. We're not. Yeah, we're, we're supportive, just yes. not personally. We're allies. Yeah. Um, but we are dealing with it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we have a little housekeeping to do still uh, after promoting the Patreon and BlackHoleSupplyCompany.com, uh, which I do get a lot of compliments on those shirts. I need to get some more yeah. shirts Every as time well. I wear the grip block, I get a lot it's, of yes, exactly. compliments. And then, uh, yeah, it's like I need to promote it more. But it's, I've just been so crazy yeah. this past two months probably of yeah. just change and not steadily at home. So I'll... Probably this October, November, I'll sit down and again re inventory and just start like pumping stuff out. Yeah. Um, not that and make some t shirts again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pumping out some yeah. uh, various, you know, yeah. sculptures. Checking your inventory is a classic exactly. West yeah. Coast euphemism for right. seeing how much Adjust- comes in your balls. Exactly. You know, just adjusting. Yeah. You know, it's nice. <laughs> Checking your uh, levels. Yeah. <laughs> adjusting to the new environment. Yeah. Um, now, when you check your own yeah. oil, that boosts the levels exactly. of your inventory. Right. 10%. Yes. Yeah. That's how you say tamper shit. Yes. Maybe 12, you know, to buy right. a number. Because that's just the factory start button right there. Exactly. Uh, you don't want to hit it too hard. Right. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, I will, yeah, revamp and redo and, yes. and add Reuse exactly. and close the loop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> did, I, did you ever go to the dentist and the same yes. little dinosaur? Yes. <laughs> Discussion over. Yeah. Great. I've uh, been. Did you ever go to the dentist and have the same, the, a cartoon... Of the same little dinosaur that did the recycle, reduce, reuse. That little cart, that commercial that was on when we were kids in the 90s. I remember that. I don't remember at a dentist. Because he, he also, they also used that. I, I can't remember what that dumb dinosaur was called. But they used it for like a 10 minute How uh, video of the importance of brushing and flossing and stuff like that. Yeah. And they'd bring it in and you'd watch it while you were waiting for the chick yeah, to the fucking get all your sick, shit. Yeah. yeah. Get all and your shit ready. Like everything. freaking out because you can't swallow and then you're right. just drowning in your own saliva. Well, and especially when you got the semen flavored fluoride. Exactly. I just, I couldn't swallow it. They told me I'd swallow it and it was fucking torture. Right. right. Well, I blacked out most of it. <laughs> uh, my belly was full, but right, my right. mouth, my teeth were clean. So I didn't know yeah. if I had swallowed or tasted it. But yeah, there was some guy, he said he was from the future from the year 3039. <laughs> and he said he right. could extend his stomach. Uh, yes, <laughs> twelve inches because he could swallow a gallon. It was like fifteen uh, or one point five liters of right, cum specifically. Right, 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 so right. fluoride. The radiation in the future allows your st- everyone's. It descends everyone's stomach a bit internally, though. So everyone still is right. looking hot. They're looking right, beach ready. Right, right. No guts, but uh, well, yeah, even like though the, everybody's a beach body, it's like the Takayashi Kobayashi guy who yes. uh, he was very fit and lean. Yes. And it's actually because the stomach could extend longer because yes. there's more just muscle and not so much blockage. Of he's, the, well, and he's, the he also said fat. he also said he and his father had the same condition, which is that they actually have a larger lower chamber in their stomach, right? So they could fill it up more. Right. Well, I was just saying, you know, for for the radiation portion, right? For being fit and <laughs> right. seeing it, <laughs> not the literal how they did it. Gosh, I mean, think of how many. I mean, he was eating wieners, so right. think of of if he was just eating the liquid part of those wieners to come. Oh, I seen him, and yeah. Oh, I see him. Yeah. I watched him eat a whole bunch of ramen. Oh, yeah. And ramen. <laughs> uh, and he guzzled it down. No. Yeah. Con- no Jimmy Spice. Hats at all, as they say in old Tokyo. Yeah. No James uh, Hats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know, steampunkers, they exactly. say my James Hats. I tip my 
cough my doff right. of my James hat. We prefer steam-powered thing, not yeah. petroleum-powered yeah. pro- products like a James hat here, but yeah. when in Rome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking gay Bowl, Roman men. My James Bowler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah we, uh, there isn't any crazy... James Baller could be a, oh. a gay porn. There you go. <laughs> uh, Baller back on set. Yeah. Get Sorry. your bowlers deep. Yeah. <laughs> deep in your bowlers. Uh, yeah, because that's like balls and bowels deep. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah, the bowel was that Tim and Eric thing. The, the, right, the owl and the bat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no real UFO news except for the relentless promotion of from Childress and Sukalos about the Alien Con virtual hangout meet and greet discussion panels or whatever. Right. Uh, and I think up until the day, Sukes was like, there's still four st- spots available on my meet and greet. Right. And I'm like, Ugh, this Virtual, is uh, a yeah, huge failure. Yeah. No, I think there's probably like 100 spots no, or 200 spots, sure. something yeah. like that. But uh, we don't want to matter to us you know, right, right. the show. But uh, Well, that, that does remind me. Today is the anniversary of producer of the show passing away. Oh, that's right. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah fucking... Which I don't know if you get those alerts anymore since the page is canceled. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I think I tagged you specifically in something, but then today because he, George Burns. Uh, so it's yeah, it's Ken Ke- Burns. It's Kevin Burns because Ken Burns is the documentarian, one of the Burns, and he's Kevin yeah, Burns. Right. Yeah, Kev, yeah, Bernie yes. Mintz. Yes, uh, Kevin yeah, Bernie so Mac. He passed away today. Yes, a year ago or two years ago. I think it was something, before COVID. It was some anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Why? Tonight's the anniversary. Right. Large, <laughs> large Marge's death. Yeah. He was a large man too, but he was very jolly. Yeah, very nice. Had the voice of a skinnier man, but he right, was right, 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 right. He was very and large. The, the body of a former skinnier exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but the uh, I was reading uh, uh, Greg Newkirk's Twitter, and he was talking about. Uh, he has a tweet here about the disclosure movement that's going on. He says we've been reading uh, Mark. Pil- uh, sorry, Mark Pilking- Pilkington, like, uh, what's-his-face Pilkington? Right, right, Carl right. Pilkington. Uh, Mark Pilkington's excellent book, Mirage Men, in the their Paranormal Museum uh, Patreon thing, the book club, said it's downright jarring to see how anyone could trust any UFO, excuse me, UAP. He's always, like, right. down on the, He's like, call him UFO nuts or whatever. But uh, information coming from anyone tied to the government when they know the history of UFO disinformation. Um, but uh, I thought that was interesting, just that, like, kind of want to read that book now especially if it's a new book and i think it is mm-hmm. uh just about the history of government subterfuge of the general consciousness and creating right. zeitgeists after zeitgeist in the uh the citizenry which is their whole goal i guess you know which is kind of kind of crazy but um but yeah everyone's been saying that about Lou Elizondo and all those guys are like, you know, they work for the government still. Right. Why right, would right. you still believe them if you're really the tinfoil hat? Whatever, you know, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but uh, like Parappa the Rapper said, I just want to believe. Right. This is really what people <laughs> want. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, other than that, no, no real news. The real news for, for all of y'all out there is uh, we're only, we only got 15 episodes of Ancient Aliens left. Maybe a handful more because I think they're in the middle of the new season that's out uh, weekly right now. But uh, season 16 is the second, is the penultimate. It was like November 2020 right. when it started. So that's the first ep we're doing tonight. 
uh, crazy that we're now caught up to less than a year ago of these shows. Right, right, right. Uh, there's going to be a lot more of that fucking roundtable format, you know? And actually, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're one less than that because one of those episodes we already, we already covered on Patreon and put yeah, it as yeah, a Patreon yeah, peak, yeah. So, uh, which was the William Shatner episode. Shat in her. But, uh, yeah, they're just, I think there's three episodes in the new season so far, something like that, so according to the wiki, but... Uh, we'll have to uh, figure out. I might put so it's it. It's like four-ish months, so yeah. let's, you know. End of the year. Here and there, but yeah, end of year, early next year. Yeah. yeah, which I think is what I estimated was like December or something like that uh, a while back. But uh, yeah, I might put it to a, I might put it on the Patreon uh, as a vote of like what the plan is or what the plan could be because we can talk after, but I have like a few options we could do, yeah. but then. Well, um, we got time. Yeah, for sure. But um well cuz also it's like I don't know. We'll we'll talk afterwards. But uh but yeah, I also want to hear what the core audience would want to say. Doesn't mean that's always perfectly correct, but I want to yeah. hear what they would so want. So not even the Patreon users, but if you come at us on Instagram cuz Facebook is canceled. Yeah. Uh maybe we'll do an actual post at some point yeah. or a poll. <laughs> a poll. I don't know. Can do maybe it on we Twitter. Can it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we want to get, uh, your guys or just message us or whatever, if you guys right. have ideas of what we I should mean, do. Obviously but. a lot of people like hearing us just talk every week. So ideally we're going to do something, right. but then have some sort of focus of the show at least. So yeah. it's not just the, us rambling about nothing. The easiest answer, which I don't want to just do is take, Watch. is take, uh, probing deeper or adventurous ghosts or both and put them on the weekly shows. Right. Uh, not even because like all of our patrons like we don't fucking care like if we got it right. early we'd be that'd be cool it doesn't have to be exclusive whatever but that'd be the easy answer and it's more like could we take the opportunity to do a, another cool show in the right. meantime then we have to figure out something else to replace that on right. patreon if we do that and then we have all the fans that don't you know just the casual fans right. that don't ever talk to us but download the show weekly it's like what would they also still be interested in listening to right. us about yeah. uh without the uh, you know, star power of uh, the Ancient Alien show, <laughs> right, right, right. as it were. But and, um, uh, thank you. While we're on it, oh, Babylon Five Valen or Babylon? Babylon. I'm sure it's Babylon Five because right. I think Valen's a character on Babylon okay. Five or a place. Well, because it's spelled baby. That's how Babylon spelled. Oh, it? Okay. <laughs> I was like, I think that's Babylon, but then as I was, I was reading, I was like, wait, is it baby? Yeah. Like a goof version, but it is Babylon. Yes. There's no A. Okay. All right. Uh, Shlamalan at Subprimed. Thank oh. you. Going to get a few bucks there. Thank and they you. said watch Letter Kenny, which uh, we talked to Bo Bandy about before. So That's true. We can and will. We got 8-inch hanger out there. Oh, <laughs> welcome. Oh, and Mr. Tweet Hope. Welcome. Yes, yes, yes. Um, um, but yeah, I'm, ec- I'm excited for whatever it is. Right. Just as a break from Ancient Dance. Because, you know, we could probably keep it to a similar format or something, too. Well, but yeah, we started, yeah, like a, you know, some sort of paranormal whatever. Right. Yeah, something with high strangeness, right. and it's like I know that a lot of people would want to just keep it in the aliens realm and the extraterrestrial realm, right? Uh, but we've done so much of the alternate. Like that's what probing deeper is. Is like it's not always with the right. ancient Wilcox astronaut theorists. Not always, not but Wilcox, uh, sorry, uh, Childress. Oops. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's not always with them, but we've kind of tapped all that. Well, but he does uh, Bigfoot stuff and other right. things too. We've tapped a lot of the extracurricular stuff too, right? Um. But yeah, maybe we do cryptids. Maybe we, do, you know, because it's like, again, I think there's a. We've even heard from uh, Big John, one of our patrons. He's like, he specifically is like, I don't really listen to the ghost show. He's like, I will at some point, but I just don't listen to it yet. It just wasn't right. as interesting as the alien stuff to me. So, uh, let us know if you're uh, 
alien, if you wish, aliens, Sasquatch, and ghosts had threesomes, and you would like it all as your pan, pan sexual. I'm I'm just a Connor sexual, but oh, yeah. uh, if you're pansexual, uh, Connor's got. Uh, I've seen him in some of Carl Pfeiffer's YouTube vlog. That's been new. He's got longer hair than you oh. at this point, and it looks disgusting. I thought they were <laughs> using his face to pan for gold. Right. I'm panning for gold, and then it's just washing over and then collecting. Exactly. Pockets, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Survivor of three uh, open heart surgeries in his oh, life. Oh, yes. As well. There we go. Um, well, but, welcome uh, to the club. I believe <laughs> one, if the next one, if not the next adventurous ghost, is. The Stanley Hotel. It's the Ghost oh, Adventures episode it. of the Stanley Hotel where he's okay. one of the docents right, then. There we go. An interview with bleach blonde hair. I prefer Tresence, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to uh, uh, catch up and and just have a little break, you know, because the show the show's going to evolve because every year there's only going to be in the right, teens so of many. episodes of Ancient Aliens and there's going to be a lot of time off with that too. So um, Time in between. You know, depending on how work goes and everything too. Like, I'll just I'll be interested to see how your new work load evolves. Yeah. Uh, you know how you check your inventory on that load, exactly, as opposed to the one in your pants uh, or out of your pants because right. you're working from home, you're working under that desk. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, like so many of those browsers ads and things like that, a lot of under the table action happening while there's four other people around i'm like this right. is not realistic Casual. this is stupid come yeah. on you could just you could hear the sucking noises right stepdad right, right. you, you know your step your fucking wife is fucking your son come on right <laughs> it's based on the old joke right you can hear her mumbling uh or no yeah she's she's like yeah you can hear her mumbling you're bigger than your father right, 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 there, right, so. right. but you know he's cooking potatoes or whatever yeah um yeah, yeah but send us your ideas for how the content should evolve uh and then uh, uh, our newest patron over at patreon.com slash probing ancient alien, uh, I believe it's a she. She's enjoying all of all of that adventurous ghost content. I think there's like 40, I don't know, we're, we're in season four at this point, so probably 40 episodes-ish. Uh, all those episodes, even more episodes of Probing Deeper on there since the beginning in 2019 uh, is Gina Bernard. She's our new $5 patron. And uh, which is the you're so you're so kind yeah. tier over there on Patreon. I always forget our own fucking tears, but yeah, copy tears, you know. Uh, but Gina's gonna ask us, "How are you doing, Steve? How are you doing, Joey tonight?" Yeah. Uh, yep. So you're okay. Cool. Because <laughs> you said, "How are you doing, Steve? How are you doing, Joey?" You've so always been, been first on every hey, episode. <laughs> I'm I'm leaning on you, bro. You gotta, you know, how are you doing, Steve? Um, I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, had van issues again last week. Turns out. It's not the battery, it's just the connector Your to car, the right. battery, yes. my van. That van yeah. issue. My, well, tram van, my right. Vietnamese friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just can't get started. Yeah. Um, no, so I had, I, I think I said, you know, at PowerCon, I had the starter go out. You then, don't know me. <laughs> would you like a foe? Yeah. You like a foe? What? Because it's tram van. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, I do enjoy folk. Keep Thank it you. George Takei level. Exactly. You know, uh, you don't know me, but yeah, I make sorry. delicious yeah. Vietnamese <laughs> soup. But I'd like to offer it's it to you. Spelled P H O. Sounds like faux. Right. People play into it saying faux king. Yes. And uh, faux-licious. Yes. Because it's pronounced pho. Yeah. Faux my butt. Yeah. <laughs> what? M A I B U T T E Y. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've actually, my family is a long standing sufferers of the butt fuck curse. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we've, <laughs> we've been stretched thin. <laughs> Financially. Yes. Financially. I actually have a, an extremely thick Vietnamese accent, yeah. but I've learned all of these right. words I'm saying to you phonetically right. <laughs> yeah. because I've had this conversation hundreds of times by times. now. Yeah. And Joey stole that from a Kids in the yeah, Hall sketch. That's, well, that's been a few things. I think that's like been in movies yeah. and like I think Family Guy or someone yeah. did that. Like, yeah, a few other things. Um, but anyways, no, not stretched thin. Uh, so anyways, long story short. Thought it was battery. Thought it was all these things. It was yeah. just the connectors to the battery because the the one positive hub then has like eight wires that go out of yeah. it that then shocking out. So it's not just like a lot of batteries. It's like positive, negative, and then that goes to some terminal. Like the terminal's right. part of like the main hub there. So, anyways, wow. yeah, that was all loose, not getting enough charge, getting it all started. Blah blah blah. Got all that fixed, up and running. Made it to to Matt to get more stuff in here tonight. So yeah. again, hopefully, it keeps going smoothly. Yeah. Um. Because you're driving that back home, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, last week I left here, got home, battery completely dead. Oh. Everything, like, wouldn't lock. It wouldn't even turn on the On your on regular car? regular car. Oh, shit. So, totally wow. dead. Hmm. I totally forgot about that. Didn't you that. just replace the battery in that, too? I did. Um, so, I get home. Like, I literally have to manually lock it because it won't lock. Right. It's that dead. Yeah, yeah. It. Um, then the next morning it turns on fine. So I just drove straight to the dealership because yeah. I'd just gotten some like computer stuff reset. So I wasn't sure if it was that. Right. And they're like, nope, the battery, this one, the battery, the crank is bad. So it's just oh. not able to turn on. Oh, weird. Or it's, it's spotty when it does. Right, right. Um, Strange. So literally the cost for them to look at something was the same as if they replaced the battery. So I'm like, just replace the battery because I'm going to pay you guys like right, exactly. 100 and some bucks An anyway. hour of labor, yeah. Well, because it's like, oh, just for an inspection, right? just to bring it in here is like 100 and some bucks. Yeah. And we waive that if we do any work. So right. they're like, it's literally the battery, right. same price. So anyway, so got all that sorted. Um, fun show, good trash show. If anyone's out there looking for a nice little piece of trash on Netflix, it's mm -hmm. called The Circle. I don't know if anyone's watched that. Hmm. Uh, my, fam my family's trying to get us to watch uh, that show Evil with uh, the Luke Cage actor on there. Oh, okay. But it seems like no. a very PG-13 mom-style show. This is like uh, uh, a show you get addicted to that you don't want to, but it's a reality oh, show. This is, wait. Where you're like texting. Oh, so mind. basically, these strangers are all locked in like an apartment. Uh -huh. Apartment complex. So they all have their own rooms. Okay. They then come in, and the only way, only people they can communicate is with each other, mm -hmm. but only via like a chat. Okay. Right? So it's like um, Steve is inviting Joey to a private chat, or there's the circle chat, mm -hmm. and there's like challenges and stuff throughout. <laughs> but um, you, I could pretend to be, you know, someone else. You could go in as your wife. Okay. And then you're just her. So you can't right? see so each other? Catfishing. You can't see anyone. Okay. You just have a profile pic. So the whole I thing see. is like you okay. can catfish people and mm. like be like, well, I'm kind of a weirdo, but I think if I'm this character, I yeah. can get more people to like me because then every every so often, because the, the sense of time is totally off in this fucking thing. Mm. Like it's edited you, weird. Well, no, it's just, and it's just not like every week we do something. It's like they're in there for like oh. two weeks. So they're voting like every day or every other day. They're oh. doing like these votes. So it's like you have to voting like, for people like to stay or go. No. So it's a popularity contest. So you're uh, my number one. So I made this allyship with you. Right. 
or this partnership or we had a group. Wow. Vote number one, whoever's top. Uh, <laughs> the top two people are influencers, mm-hmm. and then they get to vote someone off. Mm. So even if you're, like, coming dead last, you could still stay if you don't get voted off. Okay. Locked. What's like, the prize? Like $100,000. Okay. So we're into the final final stretch. Number one question on Google. Yeah. Are Joe, when I Googled the circle show, are Joey and Miranda from the circle dating? I don't. So try not to do too much. It's on live now, but I don't want to get any spoilers. But uh, I'm watching. It's hard for me to watch. It's hard for me to watch these shows that are about the most disgusting elements of the human condition, like narcissism, like narcissistic personality disorders. And hate it, especially (laughs) because the whole thing is they they dictate to the circle. Hey, circle, text. Okay. Um, Man, that was so funny. I was having a great time. Uh, happy face, smiling, cry laughing emoji. Mm-hmm. Hashtag best times for us all. And like send. And they send. And it's like, that's how they talk in this whole fucking thing. Wow. And it's like you, I think you're that like OCD maddening. things. Yes. You would like lose your mind. Because then it Ugh. cuts to them reading what they just said. Uh-huh. And like this whole whatever. Very fake but and it's, phony. it's very addictive though. Because it's just like you want to okay. see these assholes like <laughs> oh, yeah. match or like. You know, some that should be the prize you get to vote on whose asshole you see. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) Uh, Well, there's this like douchey bro guy named Mm -hmm. Nick right now, Mm -hmm. and he like tries to flirt with every girl because then it turns into like dating stuff. Right. Like, there's a gay guy pretending to be a girl who (laughs) is talking to Nick and keeps calling him Daddy Nick. (laughs) And like, then this other girl who's like a lesbian but then she's <laughs> pretending to be her sister who is quote-unquote attractive okay and nick's like in love with her uh, so like again him. at the end it's like gonna be this whole thing and yeah. then they bring in these other people yeah um yeah anyways we're on the final stretch here nice. of, uh, episode so i've been watching that <laughs> nice. it's a nice just kind of zone out yeah, like, yeah whatever but it's just like circle we're gonna do, and then it's it's everything is hashtag in this together hashtag we oh. real hashtag real sees real uh, yeah, that's and brutal it's like, for but me. You're hashtagging each other, and like you would like lose. I, I laugh because I lose my mind just thinking though, like of me melting like, down you, while yeah. watching. <laughs> yeah. So maybe for Patreon we could watch. Yeah, like totally two or three episodes and just sure. I don't know, do something. Yeah, but, we could live uh, commentary it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because my wife watches uh, I feel like Love Island. Love oh, she of course she would. Yeah. My wife watches Love Island. Which is the British show that is on. Which this started as a British show, too. Of course it did. Yeah. Uh, they love their very complicated, right. hyper-narcissistic, exactly. rea- long-running reality shows. Right. Uh, yeah, the Love Island runs for like an entire fucking summer, and it's on every day. It's like every day is real time for mm-hmm. the audience. And it's just all of these models and and a- like complete like jock douche morons and you know club... <laughs> You know, club uh, whatever is what did she say? Oh, says it's on my want to watch uh, list. Of course it is. There we go. Uh, maybe she can join our uh, live watch. For right, it. right. Yeah. Well, there's um, three seasons. I'm watching season three now. Right. Because um, Jess already watched season one and two. Got it. Uh, but which uh, someone pretended to be Lance Bass apparently in the show. And then uh, when they're like, "What are you gonna do with all the money?" Everyone has like these sob stories, and I I, I, I didn't see the Lance Bass one, but I guess. Got it. It was like, uh, I don't know. Like, they didn't have a good answer. Right, right. So. No, but Love Island is similar in the sense that it's completely vapid morons who I have yeah. ap- less than zero in common with anything going through drama, and you, I just can't feel anything for these very just hyper 
cover m- cover of magazine beautiful people having problems and drama right, like i just right, but right, right. but my wife loves that stuff as most people do other than me because they like that they're they feel better about themselves watching shows like this because these people end up being trashy or assholes or are well, fucking with people or whatever too so oh god the fucking host of that show was this very popular British. I don't know. She's a singer or something. She got fucking murdered. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like she was, and like so, this newest couple seasons are without like because, her. Like I don't know. Her? I think it was like kind of a random thing. Just yeah, like okay. uh, I don't know if we talked about it on this show. The I think we might have, or maybe on the Patreon. But the 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 chick that voiced Cortana in the Halo series, the AI mm-hmm. that like is you know your helper and all that stuff, and runs your fucking Master Chief's ship and yeah, everything. Yeah. Uh, she was in Brazil and got stabbed to death in her apartment by, like, potentially a serial killer. Mm. And this guy was, like, getting help from his mom. Oh, sorry. She killed herself. Oh. Jesus wow. Christ. Uh, Caroline Flack. Rest in power. Uh, but, yeah, the, the chick that played voice Cortana, it was, like, a couple months ago, fucking stabbed to death by... Right. Because, because... And the guy... The guy <laughs> that murdered her, speaking of narcissistic personality disorders thought that she was possessed by the devil, so he's claiming self-defense, even though he broke into her apartment right, 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 to right, murder right. her. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> serial killer murder. Wow. So, yeah, it's fucked up. Um, but, uh, go on, go yeah. on. Uh, you also, in the most important how you do in segment, which there's a sub-segment about our pizza journeys, mm-hmm. you cooked your fiancé a gluten-free, dairy-free pizza in your uni oven. Yeah. And how did that turn? What 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 was did she use vegan cheese or did she just go cheeseless? No no. So that? we've we've actually been doing. I just haven't sent pics. Yeah. Send pics. I just saw it on your uh, story. No yeah yeah. I think this was probably the third time I've done this one. Mm-hmm. Fourth maybe. So gluten free crust from Trader Joe's. No. So gluten free crust from Mother's because it's actually oh, a ball of dough. Right right. That's gluten free, so you can actually mold it and shape yeah. it and do all the things, <clears throat> sauce it, and then Veo Life is probably the best vegan like I alternative th- I th- out there. I think that my sister, who is galactosemic, has used that before. Yeah, because yeah. they make like a shredded sharp. They make a yeah, parmesan. Yeah, they make yeah. So this mozzarella, I'll use it too because it's I, – I forgot to get it this weekend, but I so I used it again. But mm-hmm. it tastes totally fine. It's oh, not nice. like mozzarella exactly, but it's still pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was just, uh, well, vegan, vegan cheese, but then I got meat toppings, right? Right, Because right. it's just, uh, she can't have the dairy, can't right, have right. Um. Interesting side note, though, is I've been, I, of course, have been extra pizza. I've been, I've been fulfilling and living my pizza obsession right, now right, by right, making right, and right. focusing Channel. on the Detroit. Yeah. And I've, al- I've almost, pref- oh, last Friday's, I got Close. the rise right. I got, oh, it was, it was pretty what, perfect. What else could be better? Like, as you're seeking I, out perfection. I know, exactly. Right? I don't yeah. know. Uh, but this was, this batch uh, was, to me, to my memory anyway, as good as Apollonia's in L.A. Like, I mm. was, like, so addicted. And, and, and the sauce I made, I liked even better. Theirs was delicious. But yeah. the sauce I made with fresh oregano and basil in there, a fuck ton of it. No garlic. I love garlic, but no garlic okay. in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it was fire uh i put some ricotta on there too Real which which destroyed my wife's intestinal tract right, she sure. has to take a digestive advantage because she's mm. intolerant but right, right right against right. milk not against races right uh although she doesn't like sports she doesn't like any sort of race but uh in the olympics yeah foot race not genetic race uh but Car uh racing <sighs> correct it's a bunch of clansmen in those fucking things um but uh but Whole no. shot, baby. But, the, <laughs> but no, the the 
I did a fucking three to four day cold ferment of that fucking dough, and it tasted like, which is, this is a stupid thing, but it tasted like when I was young, like little, and local West Coast elitism, BJ's Pizza only had two locations out here. Right. One was Main Street Seal Beach, and one was somewhere else. Like it, well, it, that, that was the original, or, or like the oldest one, was where fucking um, the brewery was over there for a while, too. Uh, not Backstreet Brewery. Uh Beachwood? Beachwood Brewery. Yeah. It was in that exact unit, a uh, tiny little place. But uh it the back when they were really doing it was never Chicago style, it was just it was just amazing a pan pizza dish. when it was yeah. yeah. And so uh just like cuz it literally weighed nothing, it was super thick, super airy, mm-hmm. had the little sour flavors in there. Oh my god, it was so fucking good. But um and I got the cuppy pepperonis. I, I did the Hormel cuppy pepperonis, which were better than the fancier ones for sure in both flavor and performance. Right. I also didn't realize uh, cuppy pepperonis have a this side up function because a lot oh, of them cupped downward down. too. Yeah. Uh, I threw those away. They don't taste as good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and then this week I got the margarita brand cuppy pepperonis, which are like the East Coast staple. So okay. we'll see. Anyway, but uh, I also am gonna since I've pretty much perfected Detroit, I'm gonna do it one or two more times just to get my fix. Right. I'm gonna start doing the Eric Wareheim thin crust recipe mm. and start getting that because I got the pizza stone and everything right, too. Right, right, don't right. have a, a 900 degree oven, but you don't have to right. technically. You, yeah, that's that's if helps. you want pure, real Neapolitan pizza, which is not necessarily what I'm right. making. So. Well, Gorsh can maybe get you that thing this uh, coming weekend. Exactly. Right? So. Uh, oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, I took over. No, that's fine. I segment. mean, did Universal Studios Hollywood Haunt uh, oh, nice. Saturday. That was fun. Uh Less mass the whole time and everything. Yeah, mass the whole Oof. time. Everyone's uh, in a costume, huh? Oh yeah. As a bunch of fucking sheep for the government. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of wolves out there eating oh, yeah. them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. it was fun. It was not as great. Like, I think they had a lot of like not people in the mazes, like more action animatronics, maybe to cut oh. down on the need for workers or yeah. exposure to contact. People. Yeah. Um. So it was fun. Less mazes. Cool to do it again. Just yeah. nothing stood out as like, holy shit, that was super awesome. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. But it was a long night. Because uh, usually yeah, each year, fun. I feel like you have some standout. We're like, oh, this one was actually one, they did yeah, something really cool or standing out. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing this year. Yeah. Again, if you want to go, it's fun, but yeah. nothing crazy. So, yeah, yeah that, that's <laughs> you know, if you want to zip over to Universal Studios Hollywood, right, West Coast hey, Elite. Well, <laughs> I'm saying in Florida, it's even bigger. So, yeah, 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 that's what she said. Yes. Um, yeah, fucking Sun Coast Geek is there every oh, yeah. fucking Rip day. And Roland. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a job. Right. <laughs> but it's apparently annual passes, I well, would assume. Well, yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that pays for itself. Exactly. Come on. Go on. Go on. Yeah, not the $200 of food you get there every day. Well, if you pack your lunch in, you're good to go, yeah. baby. Beat the system. Yes. And... Go to the sad little picnic areas they have in those parks no, for field trips. And... Just... I know, I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the brown bag special. Yeah. Do people use brown bags anymore for, for lunches? I, I don't like know. It's all... Reusable, reusable bags, ones, yeah, because yeah. they have. I think because the cooling technology of right, right. lunch bags, like it's a way you're, you're going to have oh, fucking melted PB and J, and smelled like shit, and it would yes, always be hot. Exactly. Even though I love those things, and if you put the bag of ice in there, it would just still kind of conde- right, condensate and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, again, was, melted yeah, PB and J. And then yeah, last day working with you is tomorrow. Yeah, and then off on to a new adventure on Monday. Yeah. So fuckingmachines.com yes, it's gonna be wild uh, uh how are you doing outside of your pizza adventures uh i'm doing i'm doing okay uh yeah we uh, it was my mommy's birthday celebration and oh, we went i went to she's a september 10th. yes we went to uh 
Finbar's, uh, their their favorite Italian Metro? place, which is okay. Is that Metro Point one? That one doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yes, this is just over in Old Seal Beach, right. but uh, it is it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Italian. Food. I can't even say right. it's. I've never solid. been there. There, if you go there ever for some reason, haven't yet. Get, uh, get stick to like pasta. But their appetizers and salads, it's one of those places where the appetizers and salads are better than their entrees. Not that their entrees are bad, but they're fine. Places the, app, the, apps yeah. are, the apps are better. But uh, it, uh, it used to be in that place across the street, which was much more homey and old school. This is, a, this is more like the old Metro Point one where it's like, this is, looks too fancy for what it is. You know? or like but, a, yeah, it's trying to be a chain, but it's yes, not quite. But this is my uh, family's just anxiety base addiction re, you know repetitive like we got to go here because we know what it's like well, and what even though there's a billion better italian places yeah, around. and we put a kibosh i think this year on buka because that was always yeah. like my brother and you got to give up the dream we're like oh we just got in a habit of always going to that's buka and that's now, the clone now, recipe i will make for you my oh, friend really, i will the, i will work that chopped uh, mm, new obsession and the, the thinnest the thinnest the, of thin crust but square cut right, pizzas right yes. right right um margaritas yes uh but again we just all kind of got there and then this this time we all kind of looked at each other like just can't literally i think can't. all the servers are gay yeah. it's wild we gotta burn this place there's actually out. a few men like that with our server table william, so uh, william brandenburg don't need it no lgbt what the fuck ever right. places I okay <laughs> i'm just creepy i'm italian um i'm italian now yeah, it's wild uh but I'm anyways, glad those yeah. texts have stopped. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we all looked because it's like someone can't eat dairy, just can't right. eat dairy or gluten. This other person couldn't eat. So we're all like, so they have like we... like little to no options of anything unless it's oh, like no. salads if, all around. I yeah, guess if you're gluten or dairy free, you're <laughs> right. You're fucked. Ah, like, okay. We literally had to get a dry piece of chicken, right, in a salad. Oh, that was the little side point. So, so. as I've been on my pizza obsession, researching into Reese's fuck you login come on uh yes uh like the the new IHOP Reese's Pieces Halloween waffles that they've been advertising on every fucking bus stop I've seen oh, I found a we found a restaurant it's like Hawaiian thing but they have Captain Crunch French toast Ooh. peanut butter crunch French mm. toast fruity pebbles French toast all these wild French toasts it's called the Lofi Luau <laughs> uh the Lofiest Foods no but uh um, I was reading, so you shared that post from Rose Hill's Sourdough. I started following that guy, and it was like 10 bucks. I bought his dumb ebook because mm. the recipes were like really easy and everything, too. Like, so, uh, he was talking about natural fermented, for, sorry, fermented, natural fermented bread, naturally fermented dough is almost not done at all unless you get your fucking bread. Maybe from like Whole Foods or, or a real fucking fancy bakery or whatever, because it takes a long time. Or some pizza places that are fancy as well will do that because they want to fucking have food porn on Instagram and get a lot of people, right? right? And it also just tastes better. So like, but it takes days to bring the flavor out. You got to fucking have it in the fridge or drawers or whatever. So, and especially with, if with a sourdough dough starter, that, it literally creates... The process creates all of the enzymes that, like, this is why people didn't have gluten deficiencies until the last, you know, until automation and shitty preservatives and all this crap. Uh, Because if you have natural fermentation, especially with a sourdough starter, then people that have 
even heavy, heavy gluten deficiencies have reported no digestive issues when they have that bread. So something to think about in the future too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but she has true celiac disease. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. just heavy, just, like really bad just, results yeah, if she has it. Feel great. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And so, uh, and then uh, one of my wife's friends actually said the same thing. She's like, she's like, yeah, this bakery over here in Long Beach only uses organic flour and ever, organic all organic ingredients. And she's like, and I have lots of gluten deficient friends, like a fucking diarrhea and stuff, and they can eat it that fucking. And I was like, yeah, all my bread flour, I use the King Arthur's organic bread flour. It's right, like because right, right. I just do it anyway because I don't get the shits from yeah, crappy yeah. ingredients, you know. Uh, speaking of Finn bars, which there usually gives me cacaria, but um, to the point where I didn't want to feel that way so bad. So with the dinner, I actually just got like surf and turf, which had a little bit of pasta on the side, but I just got steak and shrimp, right, 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 right. <laughs> which was fine. But, uh, you know, 45 fucking dollars later, but uh, it's also one of those places that the pasta is 30 bucks a bowl, mm. which is way too expensive right, for what for you get what and how much it costs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, but uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, something to think about the naturally fermented bread, fermented bread. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, we, we've just been doing lots of veterinary stuff. My diabetic cat, Sophie, is getting better, thankfully. We just took her to an ultrasound today at the cat clinic to make sure she didn't have any other stuff that was contributing to diabetes and things. Because sometimes tumors can fucking fuck with it and things like that. Right. So, um, thankfully she's nothing too, I mean, she's 11, but she's, he, had, he said nothing too crazy. He called a couple hours ago. Uh, it's all... But everything is leading us, I feel, my wife and I, again, south, just because everything we do, uh, her parents, my therapy, the fucking vet we like, like all this stuff, it's like always this fucking 25-mile drive down PCH or the freeway or something, and it's just like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, and then, uh, yeah, just allergies for the pups. But, yeah, nothing, we had a pretty, pretty mellow weekend. We did watch... uh, the fan Wesley starring Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro, which had never right. seen it was an action boys movie. Uh, and it was great. It was, I yeah, never I've seen it. One, it was like, and the He's action boys, Giants fan. yes. And, and the action boys said, what, what are you doing? Why are you playing like that? What are you, what, what are you thinking? Here? What do you mean? What do you mean? The fans don't matter. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, and it made us think of our friend and the conversations I used to have back at our original place of work together, yeah. who was obsessed with thinking the fans make it literally De Niro's character was a parody of what, he never went that crazy, but right, right, right. it was a parody of what a fanatical fan, which yeah, is redundant, yeah, yeah. Uh, think about their power with the game and right, the player. Right, and right, that right. the I just how I, my, important they are. Yes, the I fucking game. loved because I always said I was like I was like uh, Thrad. The fucking players don't give a fuck about you when you're trying to high five them and through the dugout and whatever Dugu, excuse me, yeah. but uh, and Wesley Snipes whole fucking thing. He's just like, I'm glad you're not one of those crazy fucking, because he like, you know, how De Niro like right, fake right. saves his, well, yeah, he's yeah. really saves his son, but he's, because he's stalking him. Right, right, saves right, his son right. from drowning on the boogie board. And then uh, uh, also funny that that beach that he's surfing in is supposed to be San Francisco. It's clearly like Malibu yeah, or something, but they shot it. Water. Yeah, they yeah. shot it clearly in LA. But uh, uh, yeah, he stalks him, saves him so that he can get in and talk to him and he acts like he's not him. And he's like, oh, he's like, what snipes? Like, I'm glad you're not one of those fucking super fan freaks. They're fucking annoying. They're, they're fucking losers. And he's like, oh, why would you say that? And blah, blah, blah. Right. And he's just like, he's like, can you imagine just spending your whole fucking life caring that much about what right. some dude Other with a bat yeah. does? And I was like, God, this is so vindicating for me. Um, but 
Anyway, that was funny. But, uh, yeah, other than that, mm, Sunday we hung out here, too. And, uh, yeah, that was it. We uh, drank some Dinosaur World, which, thankfully, at the brewery was not very good. It needed needed to to juice up and sit a little bit because it was, like, two days after it. But, uh, uh, much better now. It tastes like the old, original Dinosaur World without the melony flavors of last year. But uh, we're getting a beer that drank that now. But, uh, oh, and then... Got my re-invite oh, to right. be in the theory of leisure. So uh, excited about another another year of exclusive of, beers and yeah. monster to tones. Be the one to still buy Gale. Yes, exactly. Beer. Yeah, <laughs> she's very inconsistent now. Some some yeah. months she'll go and and fucking go crazy and buy all their fucking lot. She what drives me the most nuts is that. She still fucking thinks, even though I drink it with her and share, that you don't she like. still thinks that I bring it just for her or buy it just for her. Right. Where's, like the, where's my beer, yes. Joey? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I drink all... Wait, you don't drink those. Like, fuck, yes, that conversation every fucking time, you. but yeah. yeah. Um, or she tells me how my stepdad tried Abaddon, one of the Hellesloggers, right. right. and really liked it, even though he classically hated you know shitty German beer or whatever. Right. She tells me that like I wasn't the one that poured his glass for him. Exactly. Uh, it drives me insane. Right. Fourth of July. And kissed but. his mustache to know he had consumed it. A nice little lick of Delicia. those lovely full hairs. Um, yeah, I think we are ready to get into the divine yeah, number, which, which of course... Yeah, uh, uh, Mr. Gossinger said it best when he said three. three yes, three. yes. Uh, I'm Mr. Gosling. We'll be, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> uh, not Massa Gosling. No, no. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, no races here. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick uh, pissy break, be pissy with each other, and be right back with The Divine Number, the season 16 opener. Uh, the divine number. I did not know what to expect from this episode. I didn't read the description, and I didn't I, realize it would be one number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. I thought it was going to be like a tour of these cultures' divine numbers, and then what's the link between three and seven? And right. Four. Just what do they all mean when they all land? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like a secret code, which we did get that quite a bit at the end. Yeah. Uh, the episode suffered as is. The extremely consistent case now with all of the last few seasons is the the third act implosion. <laughs> like right, it, it right, just right, starts right. to. Goes it, goes and then shit. They throw Caroline Corey into the beginning of this episode, and it almost does a first act, like a first minute explosion uh, when she comes on because she just fucking prattles on about all this shit. But uh, and and your brain just starts going in all these directions, which is what they think they like to do. Right, right. Give right, you that right, cognitive right. dissonance, and then they gaslight you into believing what they want. But. Yeah. Uh, no, the third act is just like all about this one thing, and it's just like holy fuck, like it just totally goes off the rails. But um, it was, I don't know, high level thoughts. It was like there were parts that were like kind of interesting, but it was a there was a lot of subtle rehash in this episode oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys that are super, they fetishize the number twelve. They've been on other episodes about twelve before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember if it was like an Anunnaki episode I or whatever, 12. but yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember the the chunky guy with clearly with the toupee, who was like, you well, know, oh, they, you know, they actually the the Sumerians counted with their thumb and they counted the the pads on their fingers. Yeah, and his yeah, little yeah, fucking yeah. porky yeah. hands were like one, two, three, four, you know, right. counting to twelve yeah. or whatever. But this uh, kid has fucked up fingers. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't do a base 12 counting system. I physically can't. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I just lick my foot. Right. I have about 7 to 11 fingers and toes at any time, but I can't really. It's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Even I kind of start puking when I look at myself. <laughs> Depends on how hot it is. And if I'm if I'm trying to spread those kind of three-toed mash from the one big toe, it kind of makes me throw up. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Especially if... Uh, Cornella's hasn't been in there to wash them or whatever. My Filipino Chinese wife was. Everyone gets a noodle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that just, he's at the insane right, asylum. Right, and his, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so and he's just like, <sighs> like a koala around a big, like fun noodle, like tucked up. That's nice. Everyone gets a noodle. <laughs> and they even have the, I don't know if you remember, like, San Diego has the koala enclosure, oh, and it's, I remember. And it's I always there, oh, that's right. Uh, it's always kind of twilight colored in there, from what I remember so as a that, kid or something. That or... Actually, I think is at the LA Zoo they did that. Oh, okay. I remember that too. Got and the, it, yeah. the San Diego one's an exposed one, so it's mm. like night and day. Because at LA they would do that to trick the koala so they would be out at night oh, when it. people were there because they're diurnal. Exactly. Sunset so, and sunrise. So they would always do that. So like during the day when you're there, you actually had a shot of seeing them move. Right, right, right. Uh, instead of just, just sleeping. Sleeping, yeah. 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 Uh, they're the ones that also have syphilis like armadillos or something, right? Uh, sure. Koalas, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, from what I, from what uh, I tasted. <laughs> from the way my lips have swollen up, I would say yes. Cronella. <laughs> Uh, who here has uh, sucked off a koala? Uh, uh, me, me, sir. Me. Yeah, right here. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. I know what you said. All right, uh, you go behind the door with uh, the camera crew. Yeah. <laughs> we have some work yeah. to do. They will declaw him so he does not chew off your face. Too bad. Oh, good eye, You're from Austrian yeah. to Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then that becomes Australasian somehow. Right, right, right. Um, Ossel, hello. <laughs> Ossel, try him. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I played Three. it down. I played the down notes, assholes. <laughs> um, yeah, this episode starts off uh, in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The fancy Boston, as yeah. we call it. Uh, 1914. William Sidus or Sidus, I can't remember how they pronounce it, receives uh, is the youngest person at the time to receive a college degree from Harvard University. Mm. He wrote a book called The Animate and the Inanimate, where he theorized all sorts of advanced physics theories, like uh, the behavior of dark or of black holes and the, the existence mm. of dark matter, things like that. Uh, he called them black shadows or something like that for Sorry. black holes, but. Um, yeah. He, uh, uh, his shit's being proven time and again, just like well, all physicists and stuff, with modern telescopes and better, you know, fucking yeah. sensing technologies. Uh, he was obsessed, though, with the duodecimal system, not the Dewey decimal system from the library, but the duodecimal system, which is a base 12, whereas we are, us little plebeians, are on a base 10 for the most part. Right, right, right. right. Uh, everything is, is based on. I need base. <laughs> Sets of ten, whereas he was on, uh, he was slapping a little different and doing a base right, twelve, right, right, just like a lot of other people uh, that are called the Sumerians, which I was just talking See. about. 
Yeah. Oh, this is where they introduce all of the 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 fucking guy. We talked about in the the previous episode they were on, but it was one of them's like the curator of the the Dohenzel Museum, which is like the the museum that's all about Henzel. the peoples of the yeah, world that yeah, were obsessed yeah. with twelve or something. Right. But you can tell that they're really just like, understandably, because they dedicated their careers to it. They just seem like a couple OCD dudes that are just like. Because they start fetishizing twelve, they're like, "See, twelve, it's it's more symmetrical. You can break it down into cleaner fractions with twelve, and like all this stuff." So, mm-hmm. uh, Caroline Corey is on here, and she just fucking prattles. She's like, "Even in biology, we find that the human body has twelve systems, twelve meridians, twelve chakras." And I'm like, "That's already like science mixed with." pseudoscience well i won't say pseudo mixed with metaphysical right exactly uh (laughs) and then straight up hindu mythology and really you know yoga religion stuff so uh in science we have 12 cranial nerves in the brain uh the number 12 is also very important in the planetary grid theory and this is all one talking head moment right and she's like, where at 12 points around the world, you have what we call vortices, you know, vor- vortexes, v- right. uh, vortices. They are the entry and exit points to and from the earth. And she continues on. And I'm just like, this is so many concepts to introduce why 12 is important. So it almost, right, right, right. all it's, it's, it's like Great, a, man. it's like the scene in Polar Express where it's on the frozen lake and, and. The fucking Tom Hanks hobo and the conductor Tom Hanks, they barely line it up right before when the tracks come out of the frozen lake and they're back on track to the old North Pole again. Get that hot cocoa. Yes. (laughs) Peanut, one of Peanut's favorite uh, film experiences. There we go. Is the hot chocolate song. That's wild. (laughs) I saw this movie, Polar Express, while watching that show Dirty Jobs for the first time. I've never seen that before. (laughs) The cocoa looked delicious and that shit. Look tough. I mean, yeah, of course you're going through a sewer line. You're going right. to fucking run in, or you're running four fifths kind of style of screws and nuts. You know, going to need a back 12 there. Yeah, it's clean 12 base yeah, fraction, right, four right, fifths, right. you know. Uh, What's the bends you're, you and Gorsh are always? It's, isn't like 40. I need 345s, a, a 90. Oh, yeah, all the, el- the all the plumbing elbow. elbows right, and stuff. Right, yeah, right, it's right. 45s, 90s, and then there are like 33, 33 and a halfs, like right, for the, right, like, right. you know, slight lefts and slight rights. There you go. Um, but, uh, I had a whole point about Pino and Polar. Oh, Express. no, sorry. Pino Polar. I, I might've said this before, but another great action boys point. One of the guys was like, remember when like Robert Zemeckis made fucking back to the future and then he right. just made shit forever after that. I was like, right. yeah, like why are there all, it's like the Frighteners. It's like, fine. It's whatever. Well, it's, I, I it's, it's a fun movie, yeah. but it's not, it's he, not the highest level. Yeah. <laughs> he never even like tried to come close to making right. anything of the the just the beloved nature of back to the future you well, know what and I mean? spielberg like, was involved with back to the future right maybe right. not all the other than right zemeckis. zemeckis made the fucking the the movie with joseph gordon levitt where he's the walk and the tightrope across the buildings and right, it's like right, okay right, maybe right. just make a fucking cool movie again right <laughs> but right, right. uh anyway but such as a strange just drive off a cliff for a career not that he's bad it's just that you know it's like he just stopped caring time. after that yes exactly yeah. Um, they discuss, uh, uh, another young genius, Himes, not, not Eric Weirheim, uh, who came up with 12 dimensions, uh, the 12 dimensions of quantum theory. That was like a big paper that he wrote that was published and, uh, but included in those 12 dimensions are conceptual, like metaphysical things, not just 
physical aspects of reality, right? Right. Michio Kaku, who is on this episode a lot, which is cool, uh, he's like, in the beginning, there was one equation which, when solved, gave us the expanding universe, the formation of galaxies, and the planet Earth, uh, people, maybe even love. <laughs> uh, but we find that three dimensions is maybe too small. <laughs> I got a little New York there. Yeah. Too small. Uh, you can't cram all the forces into three dimensions, three holes, maybe oh, yeah. 12. And this is one of the hottest topics in all of physics today is how many dimensions there are. Yeah. Uh, they go on to religious examples, mythological examples of the number 12. Uh, Jonathan Young uh, comes in. He's like, he just does it less. He's like, you've got uh, the Arthurian legend, you know, 12 knights of the round table, uh, 12 Olympians fighting against 12 titans, uh, the 12 apostles of Jesus, uh, the 12 tribes of Israel. That's actually another guy that says the biblical stuff, but... He wasn't as fun to imitate yeah. as uh, Jonathan Young. But um, the book of Acts in the Bible, uh, again, Act 3, it's all over. Uh, Matthias is chosen to replace the suicided Macaphis? Judas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Matthias, I'm a capital <laughs> sore, coach. Yeah, um, you rub my thigh ass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Judas killed himself over the guilt of ratting out Jesus right. to the Romans, and uh, Matthias is chosen to replace him. And they go on about how in in the book of Acts it says there will be a revelation about how to move forward with the new church, the new church of Israel, which it won't be Judaism anymore. But it was kind of interesting because it's like, oh, yeah, there was like a time period. There was like weeks where it's like, well, he's dead. Do we just, there's, nobody was going to say like, do we become Christians now? Like it didn't really evolve yeah, like that, you know? Yeah. And so, but this is what the the revelation was. So once there was that 12th dude, now the 12th apostle back right. again, just like tag team. Exactly. Uh, Matthias is there. All of a sudden, as soon as Matthias gathers with the other 11 bros, like literally they said like fire came down from the sky, went into their heads and they all were like, oh, now we have a plan, just like the right, Cylons right, of Battlestar right, Galactica. Right. Uh, and Rabbi Zadok says, uh, he's on he's on quite a bit. This this episode is egregious with its repetition of either what a scientist says right before or what Clotworthy says right before. So again, mm -hmm. editors, yeah. you got to put unique lines. You got to put their own takes, their own spins. Don't fucking put in a talking head moment. Of Childress, especially. He's like the worst in right, episode right, of saying right, the right. same exact thing. Uh, and again, this it happens every time now. I think the episode is like 34 minutes in out of like the 42. And I pause it and it's like 18 minutes in. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because right, right, right. it just gets so repetitive at that point. The pace slows down so much. Because usually you would think, oh, they're getting really into the meat of it now. But it's like, no. The first couple segments have usually the most interesting stuff to say because right. then it gets a little, you know, we're tinfoil hat guys, but it gets a little tinfoil hatty and a little a yeah, little yeah. loose yeah. after that. So, uh, and we want tight like buttholes. Like my stole. Um, but, uh, like my stole? Stool. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Doesn't matter. Oh, uh, sorry. Zadok. Um, he says, we find... The number 12 is having ancient mystical significance. It contains within it the code of the power of God himself. The ancient secret of tapping into something greater, something higher, very possibly extraterrestrial. So it's right. really, really off the rails again. But, you know, he's an ancient astronaut theorist himself. 
Uh, they go into clues to the significance of 12 in old megalithic structures. Uh, megalithic, not megalithic. There's no robots. It's the Gobekli Tepe Model Z. And it's just a big Gundam. Gundam, yeah. Gundam Beckley Tepe. Got Mazinger going to fight him. Classic. Yeah. Gundam yeah, Beckley. Favorite episode of Gundam Beckley Tepe. Um, but uh, so Gobekli Go Tepe currently only has like one or two of those little, clearly what was some domed or circular room, right, with the pillars around it and like a big center thing. But on this very show, they've talked about how there's probably 40 or 50 of those fucking things in this huge temple complex that they just haven't dug up yet. But they've had the LiDAR thing go down. And they're like, oh, holy shit, there's so many other of these, more of these chambers around here. And they get obsessed, of course, that the one they dug up has 12 huge pillars around these central two, what do they call it, gateway stones or something like that, or gateway pillars, uh, which I assume would have held up the ceiling or something like that. But... Uh, so this would be a cool point about 12 if we knew that all or even most, many of those other now are still under the, the sands yeah. of Turkey, uh, you know, really dry Turkey, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, just turns to dust in your stomach. But uh, if those sands, the ones under the sand, sorry, I've had a long thinking day. Yeah. The ones under the sands also had to, if they all had that or at least a lot of them, I'm like, okay, cool. There's a pattern there. Obviously, 12 was very significant for some reason. This is just the one. This is literally, again, this, like, Cockney Collins has said before, and he's like, we've only found about 5% of Gobekli Tepe. Like, we know it's there, but haven't dug it up yet. Um, Huey Newman in the news, he lists off a ton of UK-based sites that have 12 big-ass rock, all these hinges and things like that. Yeah. Uh, nothing too interesting. Just more examples, which is fine. Um, they talk about, uh, uh, they go back to the Bible. They go back to the Bible many times this episode. And 12 is important for a few different, in a few different sections. Moses, after getting the Ten Commandments from God, 10, not 12 commandments, uh, from God on Mount Sinai, he... But he had two tablets, so 10 commandments plus two tablets is 12. There you go. Exactly. Which, again, that kind of logic is what I feel like. You know, there were examples of 12, but it's like, yeah, but can you list, like... Like, we've learned about Garnak and all these other megalithic sites, and they didn't have 12. Right, right. You know, so... Where is uh, it? 12, 12, thing, you know, 12 things make a nice circle, for sure. We're all used to the yeah. clock, you know. But uh, but uh, a broken clock is right twice a day. And it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Moses erected 12 standing stones at the base of Mount Sinai after receiving those commandments. Uh, Joshua... Who fought the Battle of Jericho, as we all saw in Veggie Tales when we were kids? Um, they came a tumbling down. Uh, he put 12 stones where the priests that had been holding the Ark of the Covenant were standing at Jericho. Uh, Elijah is confronting the followers of Baal. That was like one of uh, God's biggest victories. Is like, you know, they were, they were fucking sacrificing babies to the goat god Baal and all this crazy shit. And uh, Elijah was uh, on the case for old Yahweh, the old right, Jewish right. God there. Um, and we get a sukkler and he says, Elijah has this bizarre life where he has multiple episodes where he's in contact with someone or something Choo-choo! up in the sky. Uh, I added in the choo-choo. But yeah. uh, he builds an altar of 12 stones as directed by God uh, to put some 
the sacri- the he he wants the ball guys to have a sacrifice and then put it on or an offering. It wasn't a sacrifice. Right, right, right. Uh, an offering uh, of the ball people, the ball followers. See. Like I am. There we go. <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, I'm always following my bulls because right, they, right. they stick out in front yeah, of my penis well, yeah, more. Yeah, you have your ball follow <laughs> falling exactly because they're falling down all the time. So, <laughs> so low. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he says, God says, stack up twelve stones, put the offering on there, and I'm gonna fucking burn that motherfucker to show I am more right. powerful than Ball the Good God. See. Um, but this is another connection of like the number twelve with this like divine fire of enlightenment. like. Teaching the followers of Baal, hey, I'm a stronger God than Baal is. I'm the God of truth, whatever. Just like the apostles got their ideas this from the revelation of that fire hitting their brains. Right. Um, when um, old, old Macafas Ma- Ma- uh, showed up. So, um, 2003, a scientist, Jeffrey Meeks, uh, I heard he's going to inherit the earth. The Meeks will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and the Meep Meeps. <laughs> yeah. Was that? Uh, that was a Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, I just got a picture because I put the ring doorbell. I uh-huh. haven't been able to install because they're like, don't put anything permanent on the house. So I'm yeah. like, going to do it on the mailbox. I think. Oh, got it. Uh, Perfect. So I put it in the room with the cats and I received this message where it's just the eye. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the the cat just looking just, in yeah, there. Just the old reflect, and there's like yeah, a little yeah. man. Is that a little well, action a figure there? Ah, the man in the Master <laughs> Universe uh, origins toy line. Uh, it was a great joke, Joey. The Meeks will inherit the Earth. Get <laughs> it? Uh, yeah, Jeffrey Meeks is a scientist. He theorized in 2003 that the universe is shaped like a dodecahedron, a twelve-sided symmetrical polygon. Uh, we've also well, it's their poly. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, uh, if you've ever played. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons or any of those, you know, tabletop games with like a lot, the lot of sided dice. Right, right, right. Then uh, you've probably seen a twelve-sided dice, which is a dodecahedron. Um, we did get obsessed, uh, my friend and I, back in uh, high school, because there was a long-term sub for like a week or two, uh, which is it was cool because we were allowed to finally be long-term doms and practice right, that right. side of us in the in the math room. But because uh, uh, when you got to a room. <laughs> Because if you get to word problems, that was true torture, right. erotic torture. It was quite a problem. Yes, um, but uh, no. So he he taught. He didn't move his mouth. He was like he looked like he was gonna fucking pass out. He's this old, extremely unhealthy man with just all these like skin cancer band aids all over, just mm. like cracked, waxy skin, either gelled hair or sweating hair or right, greased hair, right, like right. very wet looking. And he was like, "No, you have." A dodecahedron, and for some reason that week it was like all about dodecahedrons and right. the equations related or whatever fucking thing, because it was like I think it was advanced algebra, geometry, or something like that. But uh, anyway, that's what I was thinking of with dodecahedron, which is a, a sweaty man with brown plaited shirts, right. no undershirt, sweat stains, and the smell. Yeah. Down dodecahedron, <laughs> dicking down and hedonism. Um, yeah, but Plato. Also theorized the old Greek man himself. He Theorizing also theorized, theorists. yes, <laughs> which everyone says you guys got to do a show with yeah. them or whatever. But because uh, they're Canadians, I mean they have a big show compared to us. But they're Canadians who I think drink and like do the same, like a lot of the same kind of like funny improvy stuff about yeah. alien stuff and paranormal that. stuff. Yeah, I, I, know, I know. I feel like I've I like put it on my subscribe that. list and I've like just never, never fucking yeah. you know. Um. Yeah. Uh. Plato theorized two thousand years ago 
that the universe was 12-sided as well. And and he was the guy that was like, the universe is operated by what they called magic numbers. And the gods created these magic numbers, and it's the secret order and language of the universe and how the planets move and all that kind right, of stuff. Because right. um, he talked about like the, oh no, sorry, that's I'm skipping to Pythagoras, which is right after here anyway. Um, but yeah, we go to the next segment. They, they, they think about um, uh, clues to the number 12. Clues in uh, our own DNA. Uh, but then it does not talk about our own DNA. That's this the show has never been good at the begin like the the stinger at the end of a segment before the commercial break goes, what about this? And the next section doesn't fucking talk about that. Like right, right, right. they think they keep just like like you know, oh we're gonna lead up to it again. We're gonna, you know, uh, give them these little pebbles to follow, these little breadcrumbs or whatever, and it'll all make sense. But the segment never wraps up even about with it's like they didn't take their comp their essay composition classes right, with this, right. you know, introduction. Three so at least three supporting examples and conclusion wrapping it all up. Yeah. But um they uh talk about the Plimpton tablet, not the Martha Plimpton tablet. Uh, the the chick with glasses and Goonies, okay. the nerdy yeah. chick, yeah. Um, but uh, which was uh, from Mesopotamia, home of the Sumerians, from 1800 BC, so almost 4,000 years ago at this point, uh, and it's showing their ancient math system, which was based on 12s and 60s, which is five times 12. Right. So uh, they got, and again, we've seen this is on like a few seasons ago, not an old season, but definitely. This was rehashed stuff. They bring back the 12 loving boner guys, um, you know, the guys that are obsessed with 12. Uh, one of them, uh, oh, this is where he shows the example of, he's like, why didn't they count on 10 fingers? And he shows that they use their thumb and they count the pads right. yeah. between your knuckles. Um, and they said that the Anunnaki are the ones that bestowed this mathematical knowledge upon them. Right. So, but the Anunnaki didn't need to count on the pads of their fingers because they had six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, uh, according to... They don't really say that about the Sumerians, but they just bring up a whole bunch of other cultures that think that yeah, about their yeah, gods. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's like a little sidestep or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, uh, they talk about Goliath. Ugh, uh, Goliath from the David and Goliath story from the Bible had six fingers on each hand. Uh, Native Americans from Choco Canyon and from Utah. And... Uh, what? Oh, they talk about uh, uh, how the gods must have come down, fucked the beautiful earth women, and certain humans must therefore be born with six fingers and six toes. And they give you the Ecuadorian uh, Weyroni tribe. And uh, that's when uh, the Mandalorian wants some pasta. His favorite is, this is the Weyroni. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, but uh, Jabroni. God, that show's going to be on again soon, too. That's fucking crazy that because it's like it's another, like it's like December or fall every year. But uh, what's up? They were filming it during. COVID oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's the Vax season of filming this past right, year. Right, so, right. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, this very remote Ecuadorian tribe hadn't really seen the outside world till the like 1983 or something. They said, mm -hmm. and pretty much all of them are born with six fingers and toes on their feet. Right, right, right. Uh, very, I mean, very wide. Yeah. Like like their fingers well, it looks start like it, fanning. Yeah. Like at birth, they're like more fucked up, and then when they're like mm -hmm. adult, it actually kind of just looks normal. It yeah, they're not look, adult, but even just like toddlers or whatever. Right, it looks like the the pinky and the thumb or the extra whatever finger are like directly horizontal, right? And it seems like they grow to a more normal ish yeah. shape. But uh, 
Uh, oh, and they take the chance to show a real sexy nude scene here. There's a CG baby that's uh, in a womb. And, and they're doing p- a dance with yes. the hand. <laughs> spinning him on a tank. <laughs> and then it's twirling. Yes. What was the song that went with that? Uh, fuck, I can't. Uh, it was the Ooga Jocko. Ooga, Ooga. Because it was Allie McBeal's man. ovaries like on fire because she wanted a baby. But I feel like it was just an internet thing it early was, on. Yes. Too, right? But Allie Everywhere. McBeal made it very popular. Okay. Yeah. Um, because it would come back a lot. It was like, it was like a recurring thing on that show. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, the CG baby, it's getting panned around. <laughs> It pans around to the front because the whole point is that by the end, it's going to show off its six-toed feet to the camera. Right. Also very sexy. Yeah. A lot of money in that kind of shot right. uh, on OnlyFans and stuff. But uh, uh, <laughs> the fucking camera pans and it literally is like the baby just like blast his taint and balls towards the camera because the camera just pans all the way basically staring down the barrel of his asshole just to show those feet off. And the, and the expression on the baby is just kind of like, like mischievous almost smile but i don't know if they intended that but it was a very creepy scene and <laughs> <laughs> a bow tie uh, uh like a fucking Sorry. chippendales outfit right, uh right. very inside baseball but um yeah. uh <laughs> so insane <laughs> um Co-worker oh has that at their desk yes uh they also show this was also from the, the previous episode but they, i think it was like the alien hybrids episode where it was like people that could have all these examples of alien DNA in them or right. whatever. Cause like elongated skulls into toes and stuff. Uh, this Spanish family, I can't remember their, or their, I think they're Central American, uh, the De Silva family. They have another kid and it's the 14th male in the dad's genetic line that is born with six fingers on each hand. So, uh, and it shows like the mom and the aunt like hugging him. And it's just crazy how, cause they don't look all fucked up, which is cool. Like they're not a, they're not a, deformation right they're right, just right, like actually right, and right. then children chimes in they're exactly yeah, yeah uh, chimes in exactly about that he's like uh, a lot of times when uh, people are born with six fingers they can't you know, use all their digits pretty well it's pretty gross you know right. it kind of makes you lose your appetite if right, you're in right. the cafeteria with them or whatever yeah, sometimes but. they just take a pair of pliers and shop them <laughs> uh but the De Silva family is uh, uh quite good at it and, so, and i'm like well you're not really good at having genetics. They kind of just right, get right, the genetics, right, right. but whatever. I guess they're good at fucking and making bo- little boys and girls with uh, six fingers. But uh, you have to wonder, is it some extraterrestrial gene that we should all have? I'm like, oh, he's got a little six-finger en- right, envy right, there. Right, but right. Uh, he's like, and then he just finishes, it's an amazing thought. Right. <laughs> Great. Wild. I gave myself an A-plus for yeah. that. <laughs> A good, for the day. Uh, and then he chimes in immediately again. Uh you have to wonder if the number 12 isn't some code that's been put there in the past for us to decipher, and uh, it's still waiting for us. I'm like, okay, just get off the show. I love you, David, but there's no point in you being on the show. Um, this next segment was kind of boring. It's all about the Majestic 12 right. and the documents that were sent, you know, secretly given to this journalist guy in the 80s that were the fucking, supposed to be the real documents, yeah. to Eisen, a, a communique to Eisenhower laying out what the Majestic 12 was, the fucking ranks, the this, that, whatever. It's an eight-page document. Uh, I I was at least glad, even though all this is rehash. I mean, you could listen to the fucking... You could go to anywhere else but our show and read a billion fucking wikis right, and stuff right, about the Majestic right, right. 12. Uh, but yeah, secret group, specifically to... Uh, Rule the world. Intercept and... Well, that's the whole... Yeah. So, Fine, yeah. To, originally, uh, the concept from Harry Tru- President Harry Truman was intercept and control all information about UFO and extraterrestrial interaction in the country, in the world, basically. Right. So 
uh, these were the ultimate cloak and dagger kind of guys. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but even those documents, a lot of people consider misinformation and that the Majestic 12 didn't exist or that's a fucking fake out document or whatever. There's a pretty big, uh, if you go to slate.com, Majestic 12, like, I don't, this isn't the URL. Yeah, Just yeah. search slate.com, Majestic 12. There's an article that, from 2016, it talks about how it was how it was debunked pretty quickly. Like even Carl Sagan was like, "This is fake," because it was like. But I will I will give the documents credit. Like it's still never been confirmed whether they're fake or real. I also don't think people spend a lot of time because a lot of people just don't give a fuck yeah. about it because they think it's tinfoil hat stuff. But uh, the reasons that they say it's fake are just kind of as weak as the reasons people would think it's real too. Though, like they say that. Some of the ranks of these people who were like, most of them were military men or former military right. men, were not quite accurate or spelled wrong or something too. I'm like, eh, that could have also been part of the fucking plan. I don't know, whatever. But yeah. Or they were given new ranks because they're in this fucking weird group. And that they referred to uh, the press as media. And in the 50s, it, was unco- it wasn't unheard of, but it was uncommon to call the press the media. Right, I'm like, right. okay, whatever. So people are saying, no, this was just fucking typed up in the 80s right before it was handed off to this journalist to start this fucking wildfire of conspiracy theories. Right, so, right. um, oh, the whole point of this segment is, you know, did Harry Truman pick the number 12 right. for, you know, like, it's, it is a this is crazy. They're like, did, he, they think he picked the number 12 which I would think, if anything, if there was a reason, it was because the number 12 has been this uh, motif throughout, again, Western literature. They don't have almost any Eastern anything in this right. at all. It's all Central South America, America, Europe, right, and that's right. pretty much it. And then yeah, the Middle Europe, East, right? right? And so uh, I would think it would just be an homage, if anything. You know, it's like, yeah, 12's a nice round number. And, of course, the whole episode's about, well, why do you think it's a nice round number? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, again, 12 Nights of the Round Table, 12 Apostles, like all that kind of shit. You know, whatever. Maybe he's just being cute. Uh, doesn't really matter anyway because the real reason they think he did it is to show the extraterrestrials that America understands the power of 12. Right. And we know that if we have 12 guys gathered, we can communicate with the Chichu yeah, extraterrestrials. It's the magical power. Right. It's, it's the... It's the t- it's literally to put it simply, it's the walkie-talkie frequency right, to right, speak right. to the divine, the aliens, the higher frequency, yeah. you know, entities, whatever. So, uh, Childress kind of, you know, uh, he he doubles down on this like needlessly tinfoil hatty theory. He goes, uh, it it was really the first government uh, welcoming to the extraterrestrials, saying, "Hey, we're ready for you." <laughs> like, okay. Hmm. Um, they talk about the Book of Revelation and the New Jerusalem that will exist after the end of the world uh, with the people that are saved. And it's a big, it's a big giant box with all sorts of 12 base measurements, 12 doors for each of the 12 tribes of Israel to go in and out of this fucking place. But they also talk about how it like comes down from the sky and it's probably a spaceship, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Lots more 12 stuff. Um, oh, and this is really the, where the episode is implodes and it's kind of boring, because it, they just keep talking about the book of revelations and how, it's happening now and how the book of revelations is the Mayan is related to the Mayan calendar ending in 2012, which is like, I can't believe we're fucking talking about this. So, uh, we go to the ruins of Tikal. They have some cool news footage of everyone waiting on December 20th or whatever it was in 2012, because the calendar ended the next day in 2012. 
and everyone thought the fucking world, a meteor was going to come, the world was going to split apart, dinosaurs would fart on you when you get AIDS. Uh, and, uh, but one of the 12 boner guys talks about, he's like, he's like, I just like to think of it as, and this is what actual Mayan ancestors were even saying, and they were like, I don't know why everyone's freaking out, because this is supposed to be a symbolic change, it's not the fucking yeah. world ending. Uh, but yeah, one of the 12 boner guys says, uh, he thinks of it like an odometer. It's just turning, you know, all the mileage of this world's, you know, of this epic in our, in our, you know, in human events is over and something new is going to happen now. It's going to yeah. roll over to the next cycle, right? The Anunnaki come back and reset oh, yeah. everything. <laughs> it happens every 6,000 years. When I married Joey's sister, <laughs> well... When they let me marry her Sorry, because yeah. breeding period. Yeah, so. yeah. Listen to our uh, uh, Patreon episode of Probing Deeper about uh, Confessions of a Time Traveler, the man from 3036, which is right. really rough. But uh, that's what Steve's quoting here. Sorry. Um, Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so then, so then they talk about how the two biggest things that happened in 2012 – not in December, but well right. before December, both of them. Uh, the theoretical particle, the Higgs boson, was um, the testing started. Like they they knew it could happen in the Large Hadron Collider at CERN because it wasn't actually physically tested and confirmed till 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Higgs boson particle is like the God particle. It's the yeah. particle that tells particles to gather mass and become physical things, not just right, to become right, right. pure energy, basically. So, uh, which is massive. That's a, It was a huge, huge paradigm-shifting thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like paradigm-shifting, but also filled in all the blanks, basically, of the right, current right, right. model of physics. So, uh, yes, that's a big thing, but I don't fucking think the Mayans were thinking that it was going to be, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Unless they said something cool like, oh, like, this is when... Uh, humanity will, you know, or the Mayans, I would think they'd just be talking about themselves, like, our king will understand the language of the universe now, or right, something, right, right. you know, whatever, I don't know. But uh, nothing like that at all, nothing from the actual source of the people that made this calendar, uh, and then, uh, oh, I guess uh, Childress chimes in about the, the Higgs boson, he goes, uh, uh, oh, he makes, this is a, compl- I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about here, he goes, you know, along with this Higgs boson, uh, uh, humanity after 2012 is discovering, you know, who we are and uh, where we come from and where we're going. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right, right. There's no example because there's still like six minutes of the show left. I'm like, what? Like they didn't they didn't tee him up for that and what, nothing. Lorraine, was, what? It's like, what are you talking about? Where we've come from and where we're going? Right. They discovered the twelfth fundamental particle in our model of physics. That's not really about who we are. I mean, I yeah, guess yeah. like how our our penises actually form is due to the Higgs boson, and I'm really right happy about that, but. Uh, so Bogan. That's not really where I'm from. Right, you know? right. That's uh, more Orange County. Yeah. North Orange County. Um, not who I am, but what I am. Right. Uh, oh, <laughs> somebody had a dumb uh, fucking stupid pronoun joke in their Twitter, and it was... Uh, <laughs> it was... Fee fi fo fa like fee slash fi slash fo like oh. I smell the blood of anything like it was just the stupid uh, Jack and the Beanstalk thing right 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 um uh, oh and then in November 2012 uh the the first uh, FRB was discovered the flash radio burst which apparently had the power of five the brightness of 500 million suns which is crazy right. 
they had a very weird little graphic of it of like it looked like a big flashbang grenade went off and you can see the earth and it looked like uh, tendrils of fiber optic cable just like went to the earth for some mm-hmm. reason but um, anyway we detected this fast radio burst and it's a huge burst of energy based off of we still don't know so there was some apparently some insanely massive explosion or some insane output of energy and radio all this this radio frequency burst static was like within this burst of bright light so yeah. uh but uh, they labeled it frb 121102 and they're like see that's the power of 12 as well and i'm that had something to do with like one of the frequencies and i'm like that's real loose about this 12 mm-hmm. shit like if it was like oh the all the radio waves went at a rate of like 12 hertz or whatever the fucking number like if, or some yeah. factor of so I'll be like okay whatever that's cool but uh that was that was like the weakest point uh Amy uh Titel who is a scientist she's a very yeah, like like a a young hipster uh Neil deGrasse Tyson right who's Canadian and Jewish I think but uh not Neil deGrasse Tyson see, Amy see. um but uh like I think I said it last time but she has some I looked at her like Instagram and she has like she has beaten some of the most insane levels that people have made in the Mario Maker game. Mm. It's like these brutal Super Mario World or Mario, you know, they can, they have all the assets and it's right, like right, right. fucking crazy. But uh, there was one video with, she was celebrating with her cat because she ah, beat, okay. she like streams on Twitch and stuff like that. Um, but she said in 2015, the uh, FRB happened again multiple times and each time it like, rep- it had a few different flashes and she's like, that's been leading scientists to believe that this is an intelligent communication happening because mm-hmm. as far as we right. know, there is no random act like that that occurs because yeah. it's not like it was a quasar rotating where it's like a yeah. big spotlight, you know, two big spotlights, whatever. But, yeah. uh, or, and it wasn't like the, when they thought the, um, uh, the, whatever the something device that like they thought someone was harnessing right, the right. power of a star and it turns out it was just big asteroids orbiting around some, you know, some yeah. star or whatever. But Either way. Uh, oh, this is where Childress says the exact same thing as Amy did, and she's an actual astrophysicist, and he's not. Totally pointless. Uh, here's where we talk about Pythagoras and the music of the universe. Uh, they talk about Pythagoras, an old Greek um, you know, mathematician, whatever. He he created the theorem. See. Um, and he travels to Egypt to, to g- join uh, a very secretive uh, priesthood, a mystery school, which they still talk about those today. Right. Uh, a mystery school, very secretive, and in in his time in that priesthood, he had his theories that that music not only shapes but music was the mathematical rhythm and force behind. Because they kind of just figured out that the planets in our you know what they thought of as the universe was very small, but mm-hmm. how the planets are rotating and they're predictable and they have a speed and this and whatever, and so he broke it all down to. What we now know today is like, you know, the the range of musical notes, which are there are 12 of them. Right. And they've measured the planets rotate, you know, their own music or frequency today. And they all fit within those, you know, notes, whatever. Basically saying that sound is linked to uh, the movement of things in the universe, too, which makes sense. Uh, but he was the first guy to say it way back then, which is pretty crazy. Um, Michio Kaku expounds and he says... Wow. He says, uh, the music of, excuse me for the, for the burp, sorry. Uh, the music of the spheres, when they rotate, they create music. And this music has 12 notes. So he just said what, I just said what he just said. Sorry, I should have said it first. Uh, and then they go into string theory and he is a string theory guy. I mean, that's like, again, if you watched probably the best 
comedy science show ever, other than this one, yeah. uh, The Big Bang Theory, uh, which really did a great job of representing nerddom and and things like that. Yeah. But uh, uh, they're all string. Well, the main two dudes, Sheldon and the guy from Roseanne, mm-hmm. are string theory scientist students at Caltech or wherever they go. And uh, but yeah, uh, Kaku breaks it down and he just says that string theory is basically that when you get down to it, every particle, the even the smallest particles, are made up of basically he calls them uh, vibrating rubber bands. Like yeah. it's the different frequencies of vibrating rubber bands which make up a quark versus a this versus this or whatever. So, yeah. um, and uh, he kind of finishes the episode out. He says, according to string theory. The mind of God, which is coined by Einstein, uh, would be coordinated music resonating throughout hyperspace. And that's kind of whatever. So we start off with uh, 12 and then somehow lose that plot and are linking music to. I mean, I get it. Like, it's not like it's not like there's no link at all. But uh, I don't think Michio Kaku is saying that all all the the base parts of all particles are 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 vibrating on 12 notes of mute. You know what I mean? Right. Like I get I get it. It's just not a good job of explaining it. Right. I crave for the show to change format and become a half hour. I know it never will because if it was right. a half hour and just a science show. If it was a yes, if it was a half hour, our shows would probably be the same length and we would have the time to to like go like kind of like we used to do more of which honestly, it's not because we're lazy, it's because there's not a lot of debunking. There's not a lot of debunking to do anymore because we've right, already right, talked right, about these right. things, right? So, uh, but if it was a half-hour show with a few segments and each one was like, "Ooh, that's a cool point. That's a cool point." Just like yeah. leave us wanting more. Don't fucking right, overload right. us like Caroline Corey with her fucking Botox well, and shit. Well, it's like SNL skits. Exactly. Right. Yes. Exactly. Versus Tim and Eric. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for guzzling down with us here on. Uh, ancient alien. this and alien that <laughs> uh but no thanks for thanks for listening thanks for subscribing uh, uh to, to the, the podcast. podcast thanks for telling all your friends about the podcast tell your friends to leave us nice reviews leave us nice reviews yourself because we skipped that segment i totally forgot about reaching for the stars give us give us five star reviews and leave us some comments we'll read it on the air and give you a shout out in the future um support the show by going to patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens and get at least two exclusive podcasts every single month adventurous ghosts and probing deeper uh go to blackholesupplycompany.com for all your probing ancient aliens merch needs and disc golf discs and disc golf apparel needs with art exclusively by our friends uh and then uh yeah follow us on social media at probing aliens on twitter at probing ancient aliens on instagram uh, and follow our disc golf content uh, at puttfuckers, P-U-T-T-F-U-C-K-E-R-S on Instagram. And on TikTok, uh, no at, just P-U-T-T-F-C-K-R-S. No vowels in fuckers. See, we don't get no vowels. We don't get no hairy bowels or whatever the erotic film star you talked about exactly. was. All right. Bye. Until next time. Bye.